Welcome to the Capital City Church Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We pray that your heart would be open to receive whatever God has for you today. Enjoy the message. And as we know, today is Mother's Day and uh, mothers everywhere, we just, we're here to celebrate and honor every mother that is present this morning um, online and those who will watch later, those who have gone on before us. Um, We honor every mother for their selfless love and sacrifice, and we say thank you. And we want you to know today, you are so loved, honored, and appreciated. Um, I just wanted to give a little bit of history uh, about the very first Mother's Day. Some people want to know where Mother's Day even comes in, and you know how is it actually um, something we need to do in church? But you're going to find out today how Mother's Day is actually something that God really wants us to do, and you're going to find out why in just a moment. But our first history lesson for Mother's Day is this. First Mother's Day was about 106 years ago. A woman by the name of Anna Jarvis spearheaded efforts that brought about the very first Mother's Day service. That service was held at the St. Andrew's Episcopal Church in Grafton, West Virginia. It was then that it, um, made, that it was made a presidential proclamation that all mothers would be celebrated in America in May. But it didn't just happen in America. She, um, she started a worldwide movement. And it's interesting that Anna was never married. Um, she, she was never a mother, but her mother so impacted her life that she wanted to do something just to honor her mother. And as a result, here we are today on Mother's Day, and Mother's Day is to be celebrated. So we celebrate our mothers today. If you are a mother and you're watching today, I just want you to stand up right where you are because we just want to honor you. And those that are around you, around her right now, I want you to get up from where you are, and I just want you to give her a big hug, and I just want you to say thank you. Thank you for all that you do, but more than that, for who you are. Um, You only get one mom. You only get one mother, and today, you need to celebrate her well. So why don't you just stand up and just give her a big hug, and if today... You're by yourself on Mother's Day. We, from, from the bottom of our heart at Capital City Church, we just want to honor you, and we want to say thank you um, for mothering us um, spiritually, and we just want to say you're loved, and you're so appreciated, and happy Mother's Day. We love you so much. If I could give you a hug right now, I would, um, but just wanted you to know today that you're loved, and I would also like to honor my mother, Kathy, on behalf of our family. We love you. Thank you for your strong spiritual legacy that you've instilled in all of us. And uh, thank you for putting up with four kids and all their messes that they make, even in adulthood. Um, thank you so much. We love you, Mom. And uh, my wife, Corey, the mother of our two children, the most beautiful, loving, caring mother. Um, My life is complete with her, and I wouldn't want to do life without her. Hands down, Corey is mother of the year every year, and I want to say thank you, Corey, for all that you do, but for who you are as a mother. And to my mother-in-law, Connie, I could not ask for more. Um, And I apologize to every other husband out there watching this morning because I truly got the best mother-in-law on the planet. God only made one, and I got her. So I thank God for you. I thank God for the mothers and the spiritual mothers in my life um, who've spoken into me. And um, I believe that's why I'm standing here today. Um, So we celebrate you mothers, and we want to dive right in right now. So 
I want you to open your Bibles with me um, to Ephesians chapter 6. We're going to begin in verse 1, and we're going to read about three verses of Scripture together. And it goes a little something like this. It's, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. And the reason that honor extends to your life um, is this. We, the parents, won't take you out if you honor us. <laughs> if, you, if you don't, there's a real chance that you might be taken out. Because, kids, what you need to realize is, is we brought you into this world, and we can take, a, take you out and make another one just like you. No, seriously, honor your father and mothers. Um, it's, it's a biblical thing. Honor, listen to this. It's a commandment. It's one of God's top 10, and it's to honor. So I ask you this question. Do you think that God thinks honor is a big deal? I would, simply because it made the top 10. So I want to talk to you today about the fact that we're commanded to honor. It's not just something cute that we do um, once a year, twice a year, Father's Day, Mother's Day. It's fulfilling one of the Ten Commandments to honor your mother. How you treat your parents really does matter to God. So the question is, how do you honor your mother? And I want to give you this. It's such a simple message. It won't take me long to go through, but I just wanted to give you some very practical things. So here are seven practical things that you can do to honor your mother. Number one, love your mother unconditionally. Love her when she's young. Love her when she's old. Love her when she has so much to give and she keeps on giving. She's given us the best years of her life. And even when she has nothing left to give, love her unconditionally. The second thing is this, hug her affectionately. Uh, there's a bumper sticker that you see once in a while on cars, and it says, um, have you hugged your kids today? Well, I actually think there should be one made and put on the door of every teenager across America that says, have you hugged your mother today? Because uh, it's amazing how we can take for granted that our mothers know that we love her, uh, but we need to tell her that we love her. We don't have tomorrow You've heard that in previous messages over the few past few weeks. Right now is all that we have. And right now, God wants to restore relationships between mothers and their children. So just let her know today that you love her. That's a big deal. Number three, understand her sympathetically. It seems mothers go through a lot of changes with little to no acknowledgement. Um, they wear a lot of hats. I mean, they cook, they clean, they judge. I mean, they make peace, they referee. Um, <laughs> I mean, they are our sounding boards, right? They're accountants, um, you name it, they do it. Um, and they do so much. We need to appreciate the great job that mothers do for us every single day of the year, not just one day of the year, every single day. And we need to put ourselves in their shoes from time to time just to understand what they may be juggling, what they may be feeling, um, just to make sure that they're physically and emotionally uh, okay, that their needs are being met. And let me tell you, to understand them is to stand under them and hold them up. That's walking in their shoes. That way we feel and know the pressures that a mother has to hold up to. 
So I invite you to step into your mother's shoes today. Love her unconditionally, okay? Number four, listen to her attentively. No other person on the planet is expected to do the task and uh, to do every task that they've been handed and give their husbands undivided attention, give their children undivided attention. I mean, I'm telling you, that alone is a full-time job because when something is wrong, everybody wants a mother's undivided attention. Can I say that that's really not possible? <laughs> but somehow she manages. When there's a problem, guess who wants to, to listen to us attentively? It's mother. You better not tell your dad because he's just going to push it all off, right? I mean, somebody could be actually bleeding to death in your house, and he's like going to keep watching the game and say, hey, put a Band-Aid on it, you know? Um, don't worry about it. Tell your mom. It's going to be all right. But mothers are so attentive and so concerned with every single detail. And in return, we are to honor our mother by listening just as attentively to her as she does to us. Someone once said wisely, the older people get, the wiser they get. Let's face it, mothers know more than you know and more than you give them credit for. Guess what? They raised you. They must know something. So um, quit worried about trying to go on that date or, or whatever with your husband, worried about leaving the baby with your mom. Um, she somehow managed to raise you. So why don't you just give the baby over to mom, let her have a good time with the grandbabies. You go out with your husband and your wife, y'all go out and have a good time, all right? So listen to her. She knows what she's talking about, trust me. And even if you don't agree with her, make her feel valuable because as one of our core values, we know honor affirms value. To honor someone does not require agreement. Make them feel what, the, what they're saying is so important because, trust me, she's listened to you attentively all of your life. I mean, you've talked to her about your greatest problems and your greatest challenges, and now mother may be in a season where she just needs you to listen attentively to her. So listen attentively. Number five, help her cheerfully. Mothers are the greatest helpers in the world, right? They do things that money cannot pay people to do. I mean, uh, they pick up things out of the bathroom floor that no one else would ever come near. Let's face it. They're amazing. So don't act like she's a bother when she needs you to do something, okay? Um, listen up, teenagers. When she's the only one that's willing to pick up your dirty underwear out of the floor, don't act like when she needs you to do something that all of the sudden your life has been inconvenienced. But help her cheerfully. You know, help her. And let me just say this for all the kids out there and all the teenagers, I guess. Listen up. You can tell when someone really wants to be around you or when you, they really don't or if you really want to help someone or you really don't. So do it with a cheerful attitude and with a cheerful heart. And I just want to say this too. Mothers deserve your help with no lip or attitude because mother's going to care for you when no one else will. And all the mothers in the house say amen.
All right, this is your time to say amen. Stand up where you are and give us a good amen. We need to help our mothers cheerfully, and this is how you honor your mother. Number six, remember her all the time, gratefully, gratefully. Um, Can I just say little things mean a lot to mom? I mean, just a phone call, just to say, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? Um, Hey, we're going shopping. Do you want to go shopping with us? Or maybe, hey, we're going to one of the kids' games. Do you want to tag along and go to the kids' game with us? You remember her gratefully. Just a call from the grandkids to the grandmother um, is, is such an awesome thing. Just a call to say, hey, you matter. You're important enough for me to reach out to you and, and just say, hey, um, you've given so much to me, and I just want to honor you. You see, it makes her feel like someone appreciates her. Someone truly loves her. She's, she gave the, the very best years of her life for you. And the way that you honor her is by gratefully remembering her, giving her those phone calls and giving those invitations by simply letting her know, hey, mom, I'm thinking about you and you matter. You matter to me. And finally, number seven, we must remind her how she is needed constantly. You see, it hurts mom to feel that she's no longer needed. There is, no, um, there is nothing that the enemy would love more than to tell a mother um, as she moves into her golden years or maybe an empty nest that you're, that you're not necessary, your life is over, like nobody has time for you, you're just a hindrance or an inconvenience to everybody. And I'm just going to say right now, those are all lies. You are needed. Your life is not over. You are not in the way. You are so loved. The older, um, the older must teach the younger. Listen, you have purpose, mom. The older must teach the younger. How else will the next generation know unless you're here to teach us, unless you're here to help us, to guide us? We must constantly remind our moms how much they're needed, how much they're loved and wanted. Listen, when mom can't work anymore, she's still needed because... Believe it or not, mom can still pray. And it thrills her when you call her to ask her to pray or ask her to, hey, even, can I, can I have the recipe for that? Um, and I just want to say this, it's probably never ever going to taste as good as hers when you cook it because really, to be honest, she doesn't even have the recipe. She's just like throwing a bunch of stuff into the bowl and it all tastes good. But it thrills her that you think enough to ask her. And it sounds almost to some of us so unimportant, but I'm telling you, the older that someone gets, the more we need to show and remember to honor them and let them know constantly how valuable they are and that we love them. Um, What mothers need most is to know that their children know and honor God. One of the greatest things that you can Um, And the greatest ways you can honor your mother with right now is, and nothing would would honor her more on this Mother's Day than if you would just give your life to Jesus Christ. Nothing would honor her more. I want to close with with this story. And um, I want you to listen carefully. Um, This is a true story. It's a documented story. Um, Historically, it's documented. 
Um, in 1820, there was a man by the name of Peter Richley who um, has perhaps the strangest survivor story ever told. And Peter Richley got on a large boat in 1820 to sail from England to Australia. Along the journey across the ocean, the boat encountered a problem and it began to sink. And everyone perished but him. While he was floating out in the middle of the ocean, a second boat happened to be going by. And they saw something in the water, and they went over and and they rescued Peter Richley. The next day, that boat encountered a storm, and the second boat sank as well. But there happened to be a third boat passing by, and Peter was rescued by the third boat. But then something happened along the journey, and the third boat, I promise this is historical record, you can check it out for yourself, what I'm saying, it sunk. But there came a fourth boat. (laughs) And found that one man in the water, and the fourth boat bailed him out of the water and rescued him. And while they're all on their journey to Australia, the fourth boat sinks. No joke. And a fifth boat comes along and bails him out of the water, and then the fifth boat sinks. And then the sixth boat came along, and it's called the City of Leeds. The crew pulled up on Uh, Peter richly in the water and gave him warm clothes and fed him. He told them his unbelievable story. And as they're all only a few days away from the harbor in Sydney, Australia, the captain came to him and said, sir, um, would you do me a favor? And Peter says, absolutely. You've saved my life. It's the least that I could do. The captain says, hey, when we started this journey many weeks ago, there was an elderly woman who joined us on this voyage. And she won the hearts of the crew, and um, she has, has a ticket um, going to Australia. But she's become very ill over the past two weeks. And about two weeks ago, she is, she's, she's so feverish and sick. She's, she's dying. Um, she's down to nothing. I mean, she hasn't eaten anything. We think that she may not even make it into the harbor at Australia. And this whole time, she's been sick and delirious with this fever. She has been praying, oh God, I beg you, please let me see my son one more time. Just let me live to see my son just one more time. And she said, um, she's been saying, as she's been going in and out, she's been saying this over and over for like days now. The crew loves her so much, the captain told him. He says, she knows everybody on the boat, but she doesn't know who you are. Um, Would you pretend to be her son so that she can uh, leave this world with with peace? And he said, of course I will. He walked in, he looked, and there was a silver-haired, frail woman burning up with a fever. It was obvious that she was at the point of death. But under her breath, she was whispering a prayer. Oh, God, please let me see my son again. And suddenly, when Peter richly looked into the face of that woman, he broke down and he began to weep because it was his mother, Sarah Richley, who he had not seen in 10 years. And she had made a decision somehow to go see her son one more time in Australia. And I believe this with all my heart. The only reason those, those five boats sinking could not take him down, those storms that destroyed those boats couldn't take him out, is that we are never ever to underestimate the power of a praying mother. Those prayers can get you through many storms. 
It can take you through all kinds of crisis and your family through all kinds of stormy weather. That's the power of a praying mother. I know in my family, when there's trouble, I can always call my mother and say, hey, pray for me. Pray for my family. Pray for my children. Because, you know, we should never underestimate the power of that praying mother. When she can't work anymore, when she can't give anymore, when she can't serve anymore, or can't do things like maybe she perhaps did it one time, she can pray for you. And I'm going to tell you something. There is power in the prayers of a godly mother. And of all the ways this morning that we've listed, the greatest way that you can honor your mother today on this Mother's Day is to give your life to Jesus Christ. And your mother, you know, she may have already gone to heaven, but her prayers can outlive her and her prayers can still be answered. They're still good. God can still answer those prayers today. And the Bible says, actually, when someone receives Jesus Christ, there's a recording angel in heaven. And when that name gets called out in heaven, the Bible says there is great rejoicing in heaven when one sinner repents. So when your name is called out, there is a mother in heaven that's going to shout on the streets of gold because those prayers were not in vain that she prayed. Listen, there are things that should have taken you out. They should have taken you down. There's no reason that you should still be here today except God answered the prayers of a praying mother. And so here you are online. And the greatest way to honor God and to honor your mother is giving your life to Christ and accepting the free gift of salvation that Jesus Christ offers today. This is your opportunity to honor. You may say, Matt, pray for me. I don't know that I'm in right standing with God. I don't know that um, I'm ready to stand before God at this point. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be honest and say that down deep in my heart, I know that I'm far from God. And I know the only thing that has kept me afloat is the prayers of my mother. I want you to receive Jesus Christ in your life. And if that's you today, I just want you to, to, to just pray this prayer. I want, I, want, I want you to give your life to him wholly today. If that's you, right there where you are, right where you're sitting or perhaps where you're standing, and, and I pray that someone is there with you today. I want you to lift your hand right where you are. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed. Listen, this is going to thrill your mother if you're in the room with her. If that's you today and you say, hey, I want to accept this gift. The Bible tells us that Jesus doesn't go anywhere. He is not invited. So if you want him, and you'll have to acknowledge him today just by simply slipping up your hand right where you are. And I want you to pray this prayer with me to accept Jesus as your Savior. Say, Father, today I confess my sins, my faults, and I give you all of my shame in exchange for your love, your grace, and your forgiveness. Jesus, come into my heart. Wash me in your precious blood today. I confess that you are my Savior. Thank you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for loving me. Jesus, thank you for never giving up on me. And thank you for a mother who prayed. Amen. Amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer today, all of heaven is rejoicing with you and with us. 
I mean, you just received eternal life. Transformation has just occurred in your life, and we are so excited for you. And I know your mother is. If you prayed that prayer, we want you to go to capitalcitycog.org under the Jesus tab, forward slash Jesus. And we want you to fill out that simple form. I think there's need your email and um, and I I believe that your name and email, okay? That is that simple. We just want to send you some free material as you start your new journey and relationship with Jesus Christ. It's going to help you out along the way, okay? So just go on there, fill that out. And just feel God's presence in your life. Be surrounded by a mother who loves you today. I'm sure she's going to be rejoicing all day long knowing that her kids are going to make heaven with her. Okay, so just let's worship together. How about that? Let's worship in this moment. Um, As we transition over to worship, uh, mothers, I want you to surround your kids. Kids, get around your mother there and um, just love on one another. Just be in the presence of God. Um, We have so much, so much to be grateful for. Thanks for joining us today on our podcast. We hope this message has inspired you to see that God is moving in your life. We ask that you would please subscribe and share this message with a friend. You can also support this ministry and help us continue to reach the world for Jesus Christ by going to capitalcitycog.org slash give. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. God bless.